Greetings, salutations. Yeah, yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Uh, what's going on? We are the wise men. I'm Louis. I'm Sean. And I'm uh, D-Matt. Today's episode, we're going to be covering Nikola Tesla, the forgotten genius. But before we get into that, if you like our show, leave us a five-star review and whatever podcast app of your choice. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, at DeWiseMen, D-U-H-W-H-Y-S-M-E-N. If you have a topic you want us to talk about, send us a message on one of those socials. We'll love to discuss it with you. Or you can reach us at our email, thewisemen at gmail.com. And if you're not following us on Twitch, we Just do every episode live on Twitch. We are the wise guys on Twitch currently. Uh, Claire. We'll, we'll let you know when that changes. Yeah, clerical error. Should be about another month. So, okay. That was my bad. Was it 90 so, days? <clears throat> uh, no, it was like three months or something. Yeah. It was, it was 90 days. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you got me there. You got me there. Maths. Yeah. That's part of my entertainment to play like a fucking total dumbass. Yeah, I pretend to be really dumb. Exactly. <laughs> Just ask my wife. But uh, so. 90 days, no, it's like three months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, awesome. that's a sound bite right there. Listen, so Nikola Tesla. <laughs> Let's go over this shit. All right. right. Um, all right. So DMAT's going to be coming going into this. this. Coming into this, I knew absolutely nothing. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought, I, I didn't know the whole meaning behind the whole Tesla vehicle and the name that I thought the I significance knew? behind it. I had no idea. I didn't know. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. So I don't know about the significance behind the Tesla. Is it just well, named after? No. Like... Well, test one of Tesla's first inventions was a motor. Uh, that yeah, an induction was, motor. Yeah. Power vehicles and stuff like that. Oh. And yeah. Is that what Tesla and, vehicle well, was induction? That, well, that's what well, Elon no, that's did. That's what he became yeah, known for was the electric motor. Everything in that day was. Gas powered and mm. or steam powered DC. Or, mm. So um, I'm just going to talk a little bit. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about. Uh, <laughs> All right. So Nikola Tesla. Yeah. Oh man. All so right. um, he was he was born in a rural village in uh, Croatia, um, and uh, his dad was a pastor, um, and his mom was uh, kind of like a low life, and. Um, during his um growing up and uh moving on through his childhood and everything uh his house was really like one way but yet it was like divided his dad kind of ran everything um and uh he was the uh, second son in a family of two boys and three girls um his brilliant 12 year old brother who was um kind of like the monument in a way um, out of all the kids, he, uh, he died from an accident, uh, when Nikola Tesla was five years old and, um, <clears throat> this kind of devastated the whole family and everything. Um, Tesla grew up, he, he, he grew up, uh, becoming very smart, very, um, just very kind of outside the, the norm, you know, when he'd go to school when he'd be at home and things like that, he was just always wanting to learn, always, creating things um and, and being just like really mechanical um he saw things different he did he did he would actually see things in, in his mind and he would not even draw them out or anything he would just start making 
what it was that he had uh, envisioned. So when did that start and when, what was his like drive into that? Because you said, you said his mom was a uh, low life, but his mom was actually kind of a low level inventor and she would do, um, she made, um, she would make uh, little electrical inventions and shit. Oh really? Yeah, man. I didn't. I didn't know that. Hell so, yeah, that's yeah, badass. Dad was a priest, and his mom was kind of an inventor. Right. And um, I know he got sick when he was a kid with cholera. Yeah, he got very sick. Yep. And um, after this, he started getting really into school and things like that. His like his whole uh, vision of life kind of changed from that moment. Yeah, his dad said. <laughs> Uh, his dad said if he pulled out of it, he would put him through the best college that uh, the best college in the country or the best college he could afford. One of the, one of the two is something said something along those lines. Uh, when he was uh, between the ages of 10 and 14, he attended a school in the town of uh, Gospic and uh, he was graduating at the top of his class uh, during the next three years uh, at college in Karlstadt. Uh, Tesla discovered uh, his lifetime passion for electricity. Um, this was kind of like the beginning of the beginning for him. Yeah, he was. So, this is so. I heard some of the stuff I read that when his first year in college, well, initially his parents didn't want him to go to college for what he was going there for, for the those sciences and stuff. But while he was there. He pulled the the typical freshman nonsense, and he ended up like dropping out eventually. But he was like getting shit faced and hanging out and like skipping classes and stuff with his buddies. <laughs> his like, dad wanted him to go and be a uh, theology major, follow his follow his footsteps. Right. But yeah, well, he was there. He I, I guess and he was like skipping classes and Hell just yeah. getting hammered and being a. Uh, Typical boy, I guess. <laughs> and then it wasn't until later that he, like, he course corrected and was like, all right, I got, I feel like I got other things I got to do. Right. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that that's a little, that's humanizing for mm -hmm. him because Tesla is viewed as kind of a, a robot. Yeah. It is pretty cool. He, uh, in 1875, he, that's where he went to school. Um, the Institute of, or the Polytechnic Institute of Graz in Austria. Dude, one thing I've noticed about this guy is he's been all over the place. Mm -hmm. He's been, and it's all towards either an invention that he's working on, either the job he has that's incorporated in dealing with inventions or it's something in education. You know, he's just kind of going all over the place. <coughs> I think he was fluent in six languages, but he knew eight. I think the other two he was kind of, he knew of, but he was just kind of not. I'd say it's pretty typical for educated uh, Europeans. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Minim it's like know, minimum like, of three, right? Yeah, something like that, usually. And uh, I think around around this time when he was dealing with uh, electricity, he he realized it was all, well, it was. It was all DC power. That's how everything ran. And then uh, same for the same for the battery, you know, the same concept for the battery. Um, Tesla went on to move on to uh, study electricity at the University of Prague. 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 <laughs> Prague. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry. <laughs> Can I get and, some uh, pepper in my Pragu, please? Yeah, he, uh, he left after a year for uh, <clears throat> a minor position within the newly established Hungarian uh, telegraph office in Budapest. He uh, he recognized that his ability uh, came quickly, and in 1881, he was made manager of the telephone company, and within this characteristic, he showed enthusiasm, and he worked, and he invented, and he began to... This is what began his avalanche uh, through his discoveries. However, his fixation with the alternating motor idea remained uh, eventually then manifested in a critical mental and physical breakdown with uh, highly mysterious symptoms. Um, <clears throat> then he got he got uh, he got he got sick again. He uh, there was a situation nice where man. when he was in. <clears throat> around this time in college he was super uh hypersensitive to sounds light vibration um he would have twitches and wildly wildly erratic pulse rates and uh, this continued for a few months with him and then he just all of a sudden got better oh it was weird i wonder if he was autistic i don't know there's a bunch because then later in his life there's a Quite bunch of possibly. other stuff but i mean maybe that, it was that something that he was exposed to in his experiments like with the electricity and any electromagnetic energy that maybe he got hyper exposed yeah but it. that was that was much later though because this is this, this is, is early like, stuff yeah 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 but if he's experimenting like everything gives off electromagnetic energies so if he's trying to come up with the that ac motor that he's trying to figure out maybe he just didn't have an understanding of what he was doing and he was exposed unduly to right he didn't he didn't realize and yeah it, and shortly after this it changed something like physio yeah. physiologically is... you know what i mean or it affected something and that's why he was like because mm -hmm. our heart's electricity right like that's what makes our heart work is mm -hmm. electricity if his his heart rate's fucked up he's like all these other symptoms um, you know, our brain, same thing. If he got hit by fucking some gamma rays or whatever, and yeah. he EMP'd himself accidentally or some shit. Which I think he did. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know it, 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 we don't know. Maybe it could have affected his heart in a certain way. <clears throat> but uh, shortly after this, this is when he, uh, this was in uh, 1882, he figured out how the AC motor worked. And this is when he finally... It was done, you know. Um, Didn't there was... it, wasn't it something that he was, like, wandering around somewhere? Yeah, he was wandering around Central Park in uh, New York when he when he uh, got the idea for uh, alternating current. Or when he was, uh, it, it was said that he drew it in sand. He was walking around. Cause he was he walking with a friend. Uh, I didn't see that he was walking yeah. with a friend. I thought he was walking. Well, that's the guy that witnessed what he was Yes. What, what was going yeah. on? He like saw something. He saw, it, like, yeah. He saw his friend spasm out and then just like start drawing stuff on the ground. I mean, yeah. that's kind of insane. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he tapped into the Akashic record. The Akash Pagash record. Yes. We'll get into that. I can't wait. <clears throat> I mean, it's not, nothing crazy unless we want to get deep into the Akashic record, but we don't. Yeah. But uh, at this time, like I said, he was uh, the manager of the uh, telephone company, and then he soon got out of that. Uh, he moved to Paris and around the same time here. And in Paris, uh, he was referred to as a junior engineer position 
within the <clears throat> uh, campaign continental uh, company of Edison. The he this is where he started kind of working on un, not under Edison but under the same organization and stuff. Right. Uh, he was an engineer there. He was working on Tesla's inventions when they would break, <clears throat> go down, things like that. He was there Edison's to repair invention. them and stuff. Yeah, all Edison's inventions, yeah. motors, and uh, things like that. And at this time, he was, since he established the AC invention, he was always talking about it. And he's always talking about it with the workers. And this kind of started getting up to, you know, Edison. And he started kind of listening to what this guy was doing and talking about. And this eventually, after after Tesla refixed uh, one of uh, Edison's inventions, it took him months, but he refixed it, and it was kind of like, uh, okay, this guy's getting promoted. You know, this guy's moving up. Edison wants him in the in the states. Yeah, he was hired to make. He soon his moved, moved to the states right after this. Yeah. yeah, he was hired to make his 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 inventions uh, more efficient. So the two worked together, ish ish. Kinda. So the what I heard was the Edison promised. Tesla was it twenty five or fifty thousand dollars? I think it was. I think it was twenty five thousand dollars. Promised him twenty five thousand dollars to come work for him Fucking in the United States and fix his stuff, right? And when Tesla got there, he's he was fixing things. He was making things more efficient, changing things. But the whole time, like you said, he was saying, "All right, all this stuff is DC. It's all direct current. If we made these things." AC, it would be so much more efficient. And Edison, who was making money on royalties from patents, oh, he's oh yeah, on DC stuff. He's like, we're not doing okay. Yeah, we're not doing that. You you need to shut that noise off because yeah, that's not happening. At this time, there was freaking power lines all over the freaking place, all over the place with with. Uh, giant DC freaking risers every cup every mile or so. <laughs> so because of how short the current goes, yeah, I think so it's only dangerous. up to a mile, right? I, th- I think it was six it, miles. Every yeah, six, it, is it six miles? Another um, another generator, trans- yeah, transformer, generator yeah. transformer. Yeah, gotcha. Freaking horses getting freaking <laughs> electrocuted and shit when power lines break after fires and shit they go down and wet streets fucking fire brigade yeah. putting shit out and the horses are getting shocked to fuck <laughs> <laughs> so oh. talk about animals getting electrocuted this is the best it can be guys <laughs> this is the best it can get but yeah so edison was 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 pushing back hard and he's that's that's about the time he started uh trying to discredit tesla and and his particular inventions and and his ideas exactly and he was uh so he killed an elephant uh to to show the dangers of ac well what he did and it was it was put on yeah there's posters there's it was put on flyers all this shit dude i mean it went mainstream that te- that tesla's Inventions are are harmful, and that this was this yeah this was they're dangerous for mankind. I mean that's like everything else in life. You only really care about something if it's gonna stand to lose you money or make you money, make you money (laughs) or or loved ones. That's really it. And I mean I don't know that Edison really had any loved ones. I couldn't say any anything about that, but he definitely had a shit ton of money. Yeah, 
So and Tesla comes in here and is like, hey, listen, we can probably do this different. No, no, that's going to lose me money right now. But that that's when Tesla was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go work for myself. Right. And then he lost some of his patents, though. He lost some of his patents to Edison. Right. Because, well, uh, I, you know, you're working for me. The things you right. invent while working for me belong to me. Mm -hmm. Standard. So he lost his patents, his job. Started um, digging ditches. Started digging ditches. That's right. He worked construction. And, uh, you know, he... He one thing that he lacked also was funding. He didn't. He he lacked getting money to to you know make his inventions and work on his projects and stuff. But um, moving along uh, the way, he um, got in contact with a a guy uh, named Westinghouse. Yes, and Westinghouse was a inventor, um, highly educated guy, millionaire. He was also the guy that currently essentially owned the power grids in the United States at the time. And he bought all or most of Tesla's patents at that time. He did. And, and I think it was like 300. I think he yeah. gave over 300 or so. Yeah. A, a fuck ton of patents. Yeah. And, and basically it started making money on them. And he became Tesla's financier. financier donor, however you want to call it. Yeah. It says here that uh, Westinghouse uh, bought um, Tesla's patents for $1 million and plus a royalty of $1 per horsepower on all motors that he uh, produced. And um, <clears throat> that's a lot of money, even now. That's a lot. Of money. Maybe not for three hundred. Well, patents, that's back in eighteen ninety something. You know, nineteen hundreds. This is when Tesla's like thirty something years old. That you know, like makes you like appreciate how how like wild Tesla actually was. Like back then, he got a million dollar plus a dollar per motor, and he still supposedly. Ended up broke. Like, he, I wonder maybe how the contract was written. Did he ever, like, run out? Or, like, how much money he just spent on... Oh, yeah. On, on if he spent it all on his new inventions or if he spent it all just... Because he was known for throwing, like, badass parties, too. Oh, yeah. White gloves. Yeah, I, have, I haven't gotten into that, that kind of Tesla. Dude. Tell me about this Tesla. This <laughs> Tesla was... Was he just like the uh, so, Tony yeah. Stark of fucking... And just kind of yes. in a way, right? Kind of. Yeah, Kinda. so when, when when he did become famous, when he, after he started working for Westinghouse, he made all this money. Uh, he was living in... It wasn't just like the New Yorker, but he lived in... Like hotels, he never really had a house that right. he lived in, unless right. like they built a lab for him. He would live there or some shit. But he yeah, sleep two hours, so he would live in day. in hotels. And in those hotels, he would have like badass parties, and he would invite famous people to come. Like that's how he met. Uh, what's that? Mark Twain? Mark Twain. That's how Twain, he met Mark yeah. Twain, who became one of his good friends. Yeah, um, that's how he met these people. And in those parties, he would show off other inventions, and like he would get other people to like right so that's finance him and stuff like so, that probably fuck around with electricity and shit <laughs> oh yeah i mean show off his little cool little things or whatever so i mean it, it is kind of it's kind of funny that like you don't see very every time when you think of tesla what is tesla wearing every time it's always a suit right yeah it's a suit. It's always a tie, suit, tie. Black. he's barney stinson 
His hair is done well. They had gel back then. Suit up. Pomade. Pomade. Pomade? Yep, yep, yep. Nice. You never seen Oh Brother We're Out There? I'm a Dapper Dan man. No, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, this dude would throw these huge exorbitant parties, but he had really like weird idiosyncrasies. Like anybody nobody that wore pearls was allowed at his parties. He had its huge like aversion really? to pearls. Yeah. And germs, like double dipping was not his fucking thing. You would get thrown the fuck out. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So so leaving leaving Edison, he uh met Westinghouse. Westinghouse uh funded, oh. funded him. He becomes very, very successful at Westinghouse, becomes a rich man at the age of thirty three. And uh <clears throat> here he starts he's you know, he's he's got that rich lifestyle again. Uh like we were talking, you know, now I get the uh, the party boy. I get the party boy because this guy's this guy's now making money. He's back on top. You know, he's partnered with a guy with a who who's also doing well. Shit's popping. He's er, he's early in his life. He's young, dude. But, but he was banging a bunch of bitches. No, he was not in. Oh, that's right. That's right. No. Yeah. He said that. Uh, well, he, he was going to sacrifice that part of his life to. So, uh, so be more successful in his work and Dude, his, he thought it was fucking gross are you serious yes maybe he was gay i don't know I, no the whole aspect of it like he was not into sex the, yeah he was, he said, get the fuck out of here and i honestly i honestly think that it was because of the whole germs and everything i think that was his because he has like like you know how howie mandel is like super like doesn't want to fucking and- I think that was part of the reason why he would throw. I I wouldn't put it past him throwing these lavish things to intentionally make it to where it was white glove everything, so that everybody was wearing gloves. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no skin contact anywhere. Jeez, like that's that's how he's got to be OCD, dude. Something like that. It's There's got to have something going on. Well, I I think all genius. You think he's just channeling shit and he's just levels, it's fucking so. him up. He's getting these visions, these dreams, and shit. You know how they say, like, get, like, so much information, like, something new comes in, something else pops out? Yeah. I think that probably goes with certain personality things, like the way your brain can only be wired so many ways. So if you move this wire over here to make you a genius, it removes it from the social side of your brain. So yeah, you now hope. you're socially awkward, but you're a genius. Yeah. You're a genius. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got wired. Wa- starting to kick in. I, I got wired. I like way. this. This is bullshit. This is delicious stuff. Cheers, man. I'm Pickle Rick. Damn right. From a distance. Back to Tesla. Mm-hmm. He's, like I said, doing well. One thing that put him over the top was he created the AC arc light uh, lamp that mm-hmm. was um, kind of noticeably much better than the DC lamp that Edison was producing at the time. You're talking light bulbs. Light bulbs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So some bulb yeah. the Tesla bulb. Yeah. So the Tesla bulb was much brighter, less heat, uh just a better product than uh Edison's bulb. And that it got pushed into production uh so so quickly that it's kind of started pushing Edison down on the 
I don't know what you call it. Profitability. Profitability, yeah. Still, what's really interesting is it was still incandescent and, light, though. And Tesla's getting more popular. You know, his shit is, is in, you know, expensive places, for example, like city halls and... and, and, and kind of like current uh, Tesla products. Yeah. Exactly. So, right, no, right, right. So, so you could see like these, uh, I don't know, call them higher society individuals and, and, and the setting that they're in, that, that they're using Tesla inventions, um, more frequently, more frequently than Edison's and, uh, Edison's not liking any of this shit. I mean, there's a rivalry that's going on. There's some sort of, you know, money is always affected. Yeah. There's money. Go yeah, exactly. Um, so moving on from here, um, Thomas Houston, uh, merged with Edison, um, around this time and others, uh, to become the general electric company and Westinghouse, uh, needed partners to ensure in this, uh, solvency. So one way of Edison kind of trying to counteract this is like, now he's, now he's partnering up with bigger, you know, uh, industries and stuff and 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 now that the money's going up the profits going up uh you know people are buying more of that product than so-called you know tesla's shit but everyone knew that tesla's stuff was much better worked much yeah it was like like today you know um teslas are better and i'm better yeah. than you <clears throat> we're better than you and we know it globo jim so um, the, these potential partners uh, demanded that Westinghouse cancel his royalty agreements with Tesla and uh, to step this fellow inventor um, off of his, you know, high horse. So uh, with no other choice, Westinghouse approached Tesla to cancel their contract. And it was a multimillion dollar uh, contract. And uh, while stressing uh, his commitment to AC power, uh, Tesla then lost everything once again. So Westgate or what's his name? Westinghouse. Uh, Westinghouse he kind of got bought out by the other bigger corporations because now they're so instead of Edison just being his own corporation, you could see that he partnered up with three other corporations that were bigger. That were bigger and that have the money. They have they're the fucking Yankees. They can buy whatever they want. <laughs> and they basically talked Westinghouse out of his funding with Tesla. Um, so they won the war, man. And Tesla then kind of started dropping off the ladder again because he's he's not making any money. He's always throughout his life being funded, um, sponsored, you know, by people to uh, do his work. Um, but yeah. Was this before or after the Tesla coil? And that I know that was definitely after he was putting um, hydroelectric at Niagara Falls. Yes. So that was after yes. that, but this right. was before the Tesla coil. Hmm. Probably. I'm. I'm not sure. I believe so. All right. So, so we're 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 there with Tesla. Mm -hmm. um, he lost everything. Where did he go from here? Uh, from here, um, he uh, pushed forward and um, kept working on his experiments and stuff. And he moved to uh, building the reciprocating engine. 
So he developed another another motor. Uh, I don't know too in depth about the reciprocating, how it works and stuff. You know, you got the diesel motor, got the gasoline motor. You know, it's piston in a way, but it's I don't know exactly how it works. Um, but uh, he created and it was operated by air and steam. Um, this then led to an altercation with the uh, police department. I don't know why, but uh, from watching the machine's vibrations, he was sidetracked into investigating a mechanical vibration uh, that was caused. Uh, he came to believe that um, mechanical vibrations were uh, resonance that was similar to the uh, resonance of electric current. So in this motor, okay, so in this motor, when he's working on it in his factory and stuff, it's causing the electromagnetic waves and stuff like that. It's causing friction. And so what it did was it caused vibration. And then the police came and they were like, yo, what the fuck's going on? Shit like this. And he's just working on, this is what led to the oscillator right. that we talked about. Uh, uh, yeah. So this yeah, is, this, was, this was something that was like the, the feeder to it. Yeah. Was, that was when, uh, oh, it then. that was yeah. when his whole building was starting to shake and shit. And then he shut it down and he, mm -hmm. walked, he went outside and there was police and other people that supposedly saw this whole building shaking. I still think it's horse shit. <laughs> I <laughs> still right. think. So it's let's jump to the oscillator. Um, so, uh, the oscillator here, let me, let me find this out here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that happened, where did that happen exactly again? That was in New York. That was in New York, yeah. New York. He was still in New York. Um, let me get it here. But it was, it wasn't just his building. I want to say it was like, he shook a city block. A city block, yeah. With, with this invention. All right, so in 1893, uh. Really? What? Yeah. Well, this is all this shit's around the 1890s. Dude, all this shit that no, yeah, really yeah. happened. So supposedly there was news articles about it and stuff that, mm -hmm. um, like the city block shook, like they thought it was an earthquake. Mm -hmm. Holy fuck! How do you? How do? How, I don't even understand how that happens. Because to do that whatever the machine is has to be connected to the building the building has to be connected to the earth but you know what's even crazy about this this thing wasn't even like at full function he says that it was just under calibration so when he's calibrating this thing it started making vibrations well, um i mean they've done experiments uh for earthquake machines you just have to hit the right harmonic frequency and you can you can shake all sorts of stuff. I mean, you, you I'm sure you've heard the stories of like soldiers that are marching across a bridge and like their footsteps in unison have have caused the bridge to start to like sway uncontrollably and then I think Mythbusters even did a thing on it. Yeah, it was supposed to be instead of them walking cuz it used to be everybody would march in step. Right. And then when you're going across a bridge, you can't a lar a, a larger bridge, you can't do that because that constant beat yeah. uh, in unison will end up, um, it, you, it can cause it to sway. I yeah, didn't know that yeah, was because of the frequency of it. I thought that was more because of the, the constant percussion. No, it's, it's the, it's the frequency. If you hit the right frequency with anything, you can cause it to, to shatter it. But bro, we need to do that. We, we should try it. But, but with the, 
so with with the bridges, it said that they, um, they, if you hit that right frequency, that right pattern, it'll cause it, it'll lose control. Like the swaying or the shaking of that bridge will cause it to lose control and it'll break apart. And that's what they're saying. That's what speculated happened with Tesla as he was, as he was tuning his, his engine, uh, to, to run adjusting the timing of it or whatever it hit it hit the right frequency and it caused that sucker to start shaking the whole building and and with shaking the building it was shaking the ground so he accidentally almost fucked an entire city block yes oh dude he, there's quote that he uh if he didn't Pulled the plug on this thing, the building. He said the building would have came down. Like he said, that's. I don't know. I don't have the exact quote, but I did read it. It was super interesting. I wonder how much noise that made. I wonder if it made a noise or if it was just like a. It's probably like a rumble. And that was probably more from things I mean, shaking than, than the machine itself. I mean, like decibel wise. I wonder if it made. I think it would depend. I'm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how to speculate on that one. Well, what I'm thinking is uh, like, as far as I can go, I've been to concerts where like my whole freaking body, I can feel my bones inside my body from freaking the bass at a metal concert. I wonder if they're saying it was shaking the city block being like, I don't know that it would have to be like that loud necessarily i think if you just hit the right frequency like low decibels would probably still have the same effect but there's got to be some sort of there's got to be some sort of loss there has to be a, a a loss in uh that power transfer that that energy transfer in I mean, some way it probably sounded like uh like a storm so it would have been I, loud as fuck. Yeah, I mean, or what a normal earthquake sounds like. I don't know if earthquakes make noise other than I've never been in one, so I can't I can't speak from any experience. Well, other than everything else shaking that's making noise, because if one thing shakes, it's gonna eventually shake the air, which is gonna create sound. Hmm. I'll have to look farther into that. Okay. Moving on. That yeah, moving on. He. Uh... He then started, uh, well, he then again ran out of funding, um, was bare again. Um, then he started working on creating uh, the Tesla turbine, which was a machine of great um, ingenuity and promise. Um, that in 1912, the Nobel Committee announced that Nikola Tesla and Thomas Edison were uh, the recipients of the physics prize. Um, instead, the prize went to Gustav Dallin. Have you, did you guys hear that? Hear yeah. That? So, so two guys that were nominated. Right. Well, no. So <laughs> yeah, they were both selected and they both said, fuck that. We're not sharing a Nobel prize. You can kiss our asses. And they gave it to somebody else. After yeah. That. It's like, you might as well just give it to somebody else. Yeah. They, they say Nikola just kind of off that he was like, here, yeah, I don't want it. I mean, he was kind of like a real humble guy. I, According to like getting like things for his success. Yes. And no. So he we, wanted to be recognized, but he didn't want anything he wanted the recognition, but not like a, here's a trophy. So I don't give a fuck about a trophy. I want people when, to know. So when they went to give him this Nobel Prize, having to share it, he's like, 
you know, I don't even care about this Nobel Prize because the one that I should have gotten was already given to Marconi because he got a Nobel Prize for doing something using 17 of my patents. So if you guys are just going to keep giving me Nobel Prizes for or Nobel Prizes to other people that I have to share, like, I don't even care. Yeah. And Tesla, he even like uh, he even bashed Edison because he's like, how can you compare me with him when he's an applied scientist and I'm a pure scientist? And yeah. at, at that, when you call someone, when you guys are inventors and you're in the same fucking like industry and you do that, bro, that's like, that's shit talking. That's, that's shit talking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, basically like, Hey, you work on my inventions pretty much. Yes. Say, exactly. Get on, get, get on <laughs> yeah. my level. Say, <laughs> we are not the same. No. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Um, but moving on here, he, he then continued his work on the power generation, uh, and uh, making uh, occasional announcements of progress, which uh, reached the press. Um, there was talk of Tesla having invented a, a death ray beam. And this, when I was reading through the uh, FBI, FBI released files and stuff, there's a news article that's clipped in there. And the news article is kind of interesting to read. I, I can't, you know, speak it off the top of my head, but it talks about, uh, Tesla giving out to the press information about the death ray that do you guys know what the death ray? Is? Yeah. So he announced in this, this thing, I can't remember exactly when I want to say it was in 37. Mm-hmm. He announced that he had a death ray and it, it could shoot down planes out of the sky, sink ships out in the ocean, hundred miles away. It could create like a force field that if the moment a soldier tried to step through it, it would, uh, disintegrate mm-hmm. him essentially uh, and he said he, he'd already had it built but no one has ever seen it that uh, he, he said that it would cost only two million dollars to make it uh, that he was he was there's there's uh, saying that he was you know working with the government talking with the government I mean fuck if you're the government and you hear someone talking about a death ray that's gonna go ahead and zap an airplane engine and destroy it at 250 miles like decent range mm-hmm. he could probably make it further basically a force field around the entire United States I'm coming I'm knocking on your door myself and I'm going hey bro let's go get some lunch let's talk about this shit you know. <laughs> No, and, and I'm, they did. I, I, I'm sorry. I, you know, we're going to talk about this. But the, but the government <laughs> came and they're like, nah, I think you're full of shit. We're not going to buy this from you. Really? So and go ahead. So another um, another thing that Tesla was very, very interested in was he was not interested in war at all. His interest behind doing anything with militaries was purely to try not to be in war. So. What's really kind of funny is Tesla was a everybody have guns kind of thought process because he thought that as long as everybody had one of these death ray, he said that would be the end of war because war would be useless. You get into a war, everybody dies. It's a no win situation. So that was his philosophy on this whole uh, death ray thing. But unfortunately, nobody. And well, I guess. I don't know if it's fortunately or unfortunately. Well, supposedly no. he he secretly sold it to another country. That's what I'm saying. I heard Once that. you make that public, dude, like other countries are also yeah, going to come like to your the, door and go, hey, I'll take you to dinner. The United, Fuck lunch. Yeah, the United <laughs> States said, no, we don't want we don't want this. But that, another country was like, M-M-M. yeah, pardon me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. 
<laughs> Would you like some strudel? Yes. Pretty much. What was uh, the uh, so so there was the death that's what rate. I heard it was. And this is all so we're in like the last 15 20 years of his life. This is like yeah. when he's working on this stuff. This is when he's by himself in the uh you know the place to stay in the New Yorker. Yeah, he's like 70 years old at this point. Yeah. And he um well he he did the the tesla coils over in colorado springs right right and then this is where you, we talked about the niagara story and this is where he was building these turbines and everything no i'm just saying he was adding on to it. he he helped develop that as well later on um making turbines i mean 75 feet wide 130 feet tall and shit like this well, you know, producing like four million volts well, in Colorado time, Springs, it's in, like, fuck. So in Colorado Springs, there's kind of a lot that goes into Colorado Springs, like why he chose Colorado Springs versus anywhere else. Um, and he was trying to use the ionosphere as his media to transmit energy. That's why his building was so many feet tall. That's why it was at that particular uh, latitude at that particular longitude. That's exactly why he chose Colorado Springs versus anywhere else. Right. So the the ionosphere, we didn't know about it at that point in time in in history. Like we didn't know that it actually existed. And Tesla, while well, he was out there in Colorado Springs working on other shit, he noticed that that lightning storms, like they were within a specific like altitude. Right in on in the earth and that's and that's when he came up with that idea of the ionosphere and and how electricity travels along along that space on the earth right so it's insane it's just so crazy it's crazy it's, dude it's wild how and, and one thing with the tesla coils that a lot of people don't realize everyone thinks that electricity is passed through the air with the tesla coils and yes and no, the main transmission for electricity with Tesla coils is through the earth. And it's like the return is through the air. Like the return circuit is the air, but the, the, the positive side is through the earth. Bro. I didn't. So this is, you're, you're talking about when he was, uh, in, what was he, he in his factories? He was creating so much power that it, he was sending it through. Well, it no, was, like, it was literally going to the so, other side of the so, other so side of the world. With Tesla coils, you have two coils, and um, they've done some experiments. Yes, you can just get electricity through the air, mm-hmm. but the moment you ground it, it like triples the amount of power that you're getting to the, right, it right, right. Because okay. now, so this explains why he kept generating it into. So even with gotcha. his his tower, his his this big one in Colorado Springs, six hundred feet in the air. 100 feet into the ground. Right. So, and, and not just 100 feet into the ground, but it was connected with uh, tunnels. Like there was a network of tunnels underneath the ground that he had set up as well to help transmit power through the earth. Yeah. That was just the bullshit that you could see. Right. There's right, right, so right. much more to that whole thing. And it, that kind of makes it, that's really interesting because uh, I remember hearing that story about him holding a light connected to nothing mm-hmm. and it was still uh it was still lighting up when he grabbed it it would still light up that is really so one of the experiments wireless energy one of the experiments i saw <laughs> the guy was holding uh an old 
like an old fashioned light bulb in his hand, holding in his hands, and it was lighting up. Um, he stood up on a like a crate, a plastic crate, so he's off the ground. No, it didn't shut off. It just dimmed. It dimmed. Like it's still receiving power through the air because it's radiant energy, right? Mm-hmm. Still receiving power through the air. The moment he got off the box and stepped on the ground, pff, lit up, nice and bright. Jesus, like super Fuck. bright. There was a video I saw where there was a guy rotating a light bulb around like a, some reactor type thing, and it was just it was on. The light yeah, bulb I mean, was on. Radiant energy yeah. is the thing. Electromagnetic. Is that healthy though? Well, I mean, think el- electricity is electromagnetic. I mean, if Edison was killing people with fucking, or not people, but fucking animals and shit. <laughs> right, and and it goes back to amperage. Technically, yeah. that's not alternating current, though. Right? You're saying it's a higher frequency of energy, and frequency I mean, is what's hazardous. 500 volts, but be 0.1 amps, and, and you could stand there and take yeah. it. Yeah. I know it's the hertz that is what affects you. Causes cancer, all this shit. But there's that there's about that. Nah, the hertz is what fre- how frequency is. Uh, yeah, measured. yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I know it's up to like three hundred for. I don't know about causing cancer. Is what I'm saying. I know the amperage is more. No, but like, feel. like if if we talk to someone like from Duke Energy, like there is a standard, kind of like how we have standards with our job, to where there's code. Like this has to be up to code mm-hmm. to where it can't emit more hazardous. Than- energy which is you know oh, how that's measured. hazardous radiation hazard yeah yeah it's it's not good for the cells in your body are we going into like five gigahertz and... 5g <laughs> well that's another podcast yeah, oh god Jesus. okay so all right we're moving Colorado on Colorado springs we're yeah. back in new york right this is the last couple of years yep he's in he's here. confined in his hotel uh working on you know confined by choice he has become paranoid at this point yes yes because people keep stealing his shit exactly his fun his life's been fucked up too man he's been running out of money on top of the game crashing again well, so it's kind of like you can't next, stay on top you know it's like they keep getting him out of the fucking business back to the death ray <laughs> It was 1937 mm-hmm. that he put out his thing for the death ray. Right. Shortly then, after he died. Fuck. Well, well he, few, died, few years. he died in 43. Right. In 37, he did the death ray thing. In that same year, he was hit by a car. Somebody hit him with a car. What the They f- say that this led up and they led up to his death. Right. They say that he never really recovered 100% from it. Yeah. Oh, kind of. Are you Well, who does you, get hit by a fucking car, right? And back then, <laughs> like the medical was probably Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, you got a broken bone here. There's a wood splint. Bro, we have like we have like six we have like six people in our area that have been hit by cars that are just going strong. They're like a Timex, man. Yeah, where are they? Frail, seventy-year-old man, though. This guy was like seventy-something years old when he got hit by this vehicle. Think of all those people <laughs> who've been hit by cars that are going, quote unquote, going strong. Are they what they were before? No, no, I didn't say going strong. I said like a Timex, take a licking and keep on ticking. <laughs> so they're still alive. Um, the face is a little so messed up. The is, a little bit. Scared. He is paranoid at this time, and he. <laughs> But there's more things other than the death ray, what he was working on, too. No, he was, so he was working on a lot of things. Um, 1934, he ended up passing away, right? Mm-hmm. And 34? 43. 43. 43. 1943, 43. 43. 1943, he passed away. And on the 8th, 
but they say he died at 1045 on the 7th or whatever. Right. But they found him on the... So back at that time in hotels, they would wait three days before they would enter your room if they haven't heard from you. So he could have died anywhere. Did you say three days? That's what I was... Three days? Three feet? Holy <laughs> shit. Well, you didn't hear... You don't know about that? So like, like we were talking about, he's... <laughs> Listen, so Tesla was developing this OCD. They, they called him a crazy man. He started kind of going fucking crazy doc. All right. At the end of his life. I know he was obsessed, he was with... obsessed with three, six and nine, uh -huh. but mostly obsessed with the number three. He would circle blocks three times before entering buildings. You had to be 91 centimeters or fucking three feet away from where he was standing. I mean, he it's, was kind of, it's known as the divine ratio, the a plus B. What was this guy getting involved in, man? What the fuck did he know? You know? So going into the inventions that he was working on at this time, there's the death ray, there's teleforce. There's, he, this is where he's really being vocal about his theories on gravity, uh, his, his ideas and his plans for anti-gravity, uh, propulsion vehicles uh, in the shape of flying saucers, um, also electromagnetic propulsion saucers. Um, you know, he was work. He even has quotes on time travel. <laughs> if you can manipulate space and matter, he was going and saying, "Fuck that! I'm going to manipulate time through space." So this is where he kind of started to develop his his own theories and, and where he was developing his, his own theory of gravity that was, uh, you know, opposing, uh, uh, at the time Einstein's theory of gravity. Um, and there, there's a lot of rebuttal about that. Was it opposing or was it? Well, no, he, he, it's based, there's two different. So when you're looking at Einstein's theory of gravity, his is based off of curvature of space. Right? Gra gravity or at relativity. least the base, the base of gravity. Because his because his theory of gravity is founded off of his theory of relativity. Right. But so you have Tesla talking about his dynamic theory of gravity is based off of waves. And then you have Einstein's theory of gravity, which is based off of curvature of space. Okay. So if the earth is round, there's a constant curvature, right? That's curvature. That's his idea is that things will follow the curvature of space. Okay, so if, if our Earth is round, no matter what, no matter what, we're in a downward spiral. We're being pushed down to where matter is, you know, below our feet. Even how the International Space Station travels, it travels based off of the gravitational pull towards the Earth. I mean, I've heard astronauts talk about when their first week of being in the international space station, they have to adjust to the falling to the feeling of falling. You know, that's the feeling that they have when they're up there. Not only do they have headaches every day because there is no gravity, you know, so you have more pressure to your head than you, un you know, normally would normally yeah. would that, that the space station is falling towards the curvature of the earth mm -hmm. in the right, uh, you know, height, yeah. You know, altitude. It's a measure. So that you are measure. constantly falling towards Earth, but you're constantly in that revolving state. 
but Tesla goes ahead and talks about how gravity is used in waves. And now in our own time, I think it was back in 2009 or 2016. I, I don't remember, but scientists proved that gravity is, is used through wave generation. Wave, wave wave yeah, four. that was, that was through, uh, that was, uh, so you have, so you see Edison's, I mean, I'm sorry, you see, um, Einstein's theory and then you see Tesla's theory. I mean, was Tesla closer than Einstein? I could I see how the both I could see how the both play a part, but then we've already we've we it's science because we've proven it, <laughs> you know we've replicated there's, it. There's a lot of things that Tesla came up with that later on have become proven, mm -hmm. like the ionosphere uh, being one of them, uh, remote controls, uh, all, all sorts of, of of other other things that like as we go through it, like holy fuck, Tesla was right. Like right. these things are. Or, or legit and uh so going back to this time you know because so he got hit by the car right he's fucked up so he's there he supposedly doesn't have a lot of money he's living in this hotel um he's been known to daily go outside and feed the pigeons uh, he supposedly kept pigeons up on the roof of the new yorker no he would talk to the pigeons and shit like that he was <laughs> Right. Well, he he even had a a favorite pigeon that he had a photograph of that he carry around with him. That's awesome, <laughs> dude. I like this guy. So a lot of people thought he was this <laughs> this crazy crackpot. They kind of lost it, and he was yeah just, just dying. Um, but then there's other theories, and then okay, so after when he died, he died, and so what did he die supposedly from? What did they say he died from? You told me it was a heart attack. Yeah, I, right. coronary, coronary thrombosis. Yeah. Okay. So. Which was presumed by a doctor that looked at him and said, he died from coronary thrombosis. Yeah. This didn't... was the maid, literally, this is the quote from the maid. The doctor pronounced him dead of coronary thrombosis. Without seeing. Yeah, without, <laughs> without, doing, <laughs> without doing any autopsy, without doing anything. Seems legit. I did that, I did that last week. <laughs> that dude died of a heart attack. <laughs> then this goes on to like, you know, you know, where he's been uh, uh, in interviews and he's quoted that he, his nutrition is very good. He's low cholesterol nutrition. So what are you saying? He's vegetarian Steven? in a way. I'm saying, how the fuck do you pronounce someone that they had a heart attack without even doing a 12 lead? Mm. So here we well, go. Well, even having 12 lead capabilities. Go to the conspiracy theory. Part exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to only ask, like, you got to only question it. That, call that, me conspiracy theorist. That doctor Fuck. was definitely hired by the military. So while he was living there, I like his theory. Tes Tesla knew. Told me about it earlier. Yeah, Tesla knew that they were like the, it was known that the FBI and the OSS, which is the precursor to the CIA, they were they also had like apartments inside the New Yorker hotel, and they were keeping tabs on him. Cyanide. Well, I, I, maybe I don't know, but so they're keeping tabs on him. the The phone network in that hotel was centrally located. Uh, it had a like the old switchboard style where you could just like clip in and do jumpers between rooms and listen in on each other. That oh, kind of dude, shit. that in a party line. It was always it was always stuff like that. So, in that hotel, it was set up. So he and with him being more and more paranoid and 
thinking people are stealing his ideas. Uh, I there there is definitely some foul play because when they found him, they immediately came up. It was the office of alien custodian, alien custodian, and Tesla was a naturalized citizen, so he was no longer technically an alien. They commandeered all his stuff. Like yeah, they grabbed you- all his things and they using the pretext that he was a foreigner, but he was technically no longer a foreigner. They grabbed all his stuff and they held it for like 16 years, right? Yes. So, so what, what happened was, is family, family was able to enter first. And, um, there was a distant relative of his fuck is the name bro. Koyevich or something like that. Or bro, he became a citizen in 1891, the same year that he invented the Tesla coil and he died in 43. So a citizen for 50 years. All right. What the fuck? Yeah. That's not even, that's not even a clerical error. That's like literally over half of his life. He had been a citizen for over half of his life. And they're like, nah, yeah, so it was just used as pretext. So so going through the files and reading all this stuff. I mean, I'm reading fucking letters from Hoover, the FBI director, to blacked out names that are involved in the scene here at the end of uh, uh, Tesla's life. And so you see that Tesla died. Okay, the maid found him dead. Doctor comes, pronounces him dead. FBI gets involved. Alien custodian gets involved. Alien custodian and the FBI are within the same family, but separate divisions. Okay. So there's a, there's, there's conspiracy about were the two working together, which they definitely were because, so I, I'm a little skeptical on that. Mostly just knowing what I know about intelligence and the history of the different intelligence agencies in the United States, they would grudgingly work with each other when absolutely necessary. But most of the time they hated sharing information. with Right. So I'm glad we're talking about this because if, since you said that and I'm with you, the alien custodian confiscated 80 trunks of files supposedly Supposedly 80 trunks trunks of files Mm -hmm. and they stored them in a warehouse safe right right Hmm? yeah yeah Yeah. there was a safe that even when the fbi and everyone got there it was assumed that someone had rifled through that safe and taken stuff already which which was his family so his family goes in takes a picture a medallion or whatever, and uh, something else that was, you know, not a file, not document or anything mm-hmm. like that. Sure. It was, yeah. So, um, God, this I, is I, totally I, not anything important. You don't need to look any further yeah. over here. So then, then alien custodian comes in, confiscates everything, but they store it at an FBI warehouse that was owned by the FBI in New York City. Mm-hmm. So like you said before, you know, they don't like to share information, right? Yet why is alien custodian holding files in an FBI owned warehouse where if you work for the FBI, you can get right in. It's your warehouse. 
yet we don't want to share information because the alien custodian was solely created basically against the government, but against, uh, you know, third parties or whatever. So like, like they are the ones, yeah, they're the ones that are going to hold information from getting out to other people. Yet we're also keeping it confined to our government. So this might seem you know a little, this might seem a little ignorant, but does this entity still exist? I have no idea. I have no idea. Maybe so they're yeah. the Department of Home Defense. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, the reason, the reason why <laughs> I ask, what the fuck? The reason why I ask is because if they don't exist, typically companies like that or or uh, uh, segments of government like that don't actually disappear. They're usually consolidated. Yeah, something else is taken so, over. So right. So, so his information after his death gets confiscated. Okay. We could say by government officials. Uh huh. All right. His information gets confiscated and it is brought to the attention of a man called John Trump. And John Trump is President Donald Trump's uncle, who was an, an electrical engineer that worked for the FBI. Okay. And, he was given the job to go through the Nikola Tesla files. Seems it's official story that John Trump stated that there's nothing of significance and nothing that could be worked on basically at the moment of the Nikola Tesla files that these are benign. You know, they're, they're just, it's, it's, it's a bunch of bullshit. It would be like as an official story. It still exists by the way. It's got a new name. It is the Office of Foreign Assets Control in the United States Department of Treasury. I oh, have that. So it actually got taken over by the Treasury. But Well, it started as the Office of Alien Property Custodian, Department of Justice. Alien Property Bureau, Department of Justice. Alien Property Division, Department of Justice. Office of Alien Property Custodian, Department of Justice. But you know you got... Through to 1946. Office of Alien... Property Department of Justice through to 1966, and then it became Office of Foreign Asset Control in 1966, and it is currently still that. So 20 years. Treasury. So 20 years, 20 and and 20 and change years, 23 years after his death, it has changed hands what five times now? One, two. Well, he died 43. Yeah. And you know what that does? You know what happens when you change. Names five times, you bury information. Truth. You but bury information. It only changed twice since he died. Mm, mm, mm. But you know what's interesting, too, that I also thought, and I, I thought about this whole, you know, were they working together, these two government agencies? Why, through the Freedom of Information Act, were the files given to the public or to the person who ever paid all that fucking money? Why were they FBI issued files? Why why was it the FBI they came from the FBI and was given to the public? Why wasn't it taken from that agency that you said or whatever that the alien custodian agency well, it depends on why was nothing issued to the alien custodian uh organization? Nothing. They, all the letters, all the files that I fucking went through that were two hundred and fifty pages plus sixty six other pages, why is nothing literally to alien custodian? Everything is to FBI, 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 blacked out names, 
FBI. I don't know. It makes me debate well, to where FBI is part of the Department of Justice, right? What if they were? What if they were just superior to yes, and alien custodians? So, alien office of alien. When when was it? Right here, office of alien property custodian was part of the Department of Justice. So there was probably an office adjacent to right, or right, part right. of FBI. It was part of yeah. yeah. It was part of the same building. It was interdepartmental, but yeah, I I think it was just a. Hey, would you take this down to Steve at the DOJ real quick? I know, so, but the, the sad some, thing is that's not what it's there for. It's there f- against government and other government. It's That's literally what it's there for. Do you understand how? I know I do. I do, but then why do you create something that it's not fulfilling what it's uh, you know supposed to be doing? Do you understand how, so how government only exists to get bigger? <laughs> Absolutely. I get that. I know. It's so, I'm just trying to make the point. It's so ridiculous that anybody could possibly think that our our uh department of defense department of justice uh uh department of homeland security would be able to conduct something that would be this monumental like so tesla was one guy how was one guy involved like his death there's so many departments but let me tell you why there's so you ready i got it I'm going to tie this together for you right now. Just like how good you sound. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm really like right. that mic is really it's like I'm, point. I'm, I'm so like a, glad we did that. I've gotten I feel bad whoever number four is. Bro, I'm like half roll of quarters right now. Oh, waiting for God, you. Lay, I'm taking a nap today. I've got a near- <laughs> drunk ass D-Mat. All right. Hit me with some knowledge. Okay. So have you heard of the Majestic 12? Golly, let's go. Beyond the Majestic well, the yes. in black. So Majestic Twelve was a a group of individuals inside the U.S. government who they they were appointed uh, to essentially handle all UFO and alien interaction, everything. Yeah, I just want someone. Now this was separate of Blue Book. This is like its own division. This is literally yeah. its own organization. Well, this, that is Blue Book was designed to investigate alien activity. Right. Ma- Majestic I... Majestic Twelve was literally aliens exist. Outside <laughs> technologies exist. You guys need to be in charge of running these programs. Kind of dear. Do you know who? Uh, John G-, G. Trump's boss was. I don't. Let me tell you. Oh, God. God, I love this shit. <laughs> By the way, how many books could there possibly be? Is it just there's a book for every color? Are we going off the original Crayola this... 8? Or are we going with, like, the expansion pack where there's, like, 320 fucking you colors or whatever? I want, I want to 12 now. The want... ma- <laughs> Beyond the magenta. I want 30 different shades of every color. 50 <laughs> shades of magenta. All right, talk okay. to me, Louis. So George G. Trump, or John George Trump. Right, Donald Trump's uncle. Uh, uncle, yes. Uh, so you took said, over the files. Right, so he, he was he, he was, was the director. He was the, the, the director, guy running this shit. Engineer working for the FBI. He came in and said that these files don't hold anything of significance, right? Right. When they returned those, all those 60... No, no. So look, so th- so what happened was is... Hold on, I got it. I got it. Don't okay. okay. So the when the family came to pick up all their things, um, well, the FBI files say 
There were supposedly 80, 80 trunks to begin with. Um, in the FBI files, it only says 30, I want to say, that there was only 30 trunks and one safe. The family received back 60 trunks. Yes. In the Tesla Museum in whatever fucking country, Austria, I don't even remember where the fuck he was born. Um, the Tesla Museum out there, they have 60 trunks. That, that belonged to Tesla. So all these things. Belgrade. 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 Wherever yeah. they have all these things. Oh. So either way, Trump said nothing was useful. Some of those trunks came back empty, or a lot of those trunks came back empty. So one, there's a huge discrepancy in, in how many trunks there's supposed to be. FBI said there was only 30. They gave back 60. A bunch of those trunks were empty, so there's missing stuff. John G. Trump worked for... Uh, Venevar Bush is this guy's name. Venevar Bush. Bush? Bush. As in... I don't know if there's a relation. Listen, listen. If you look now, I think there may be a relation. Now, just let me make my point real quick. When you look at the bloodlines of things, you've got fucking Barack Obama is related to goddamn fucking somehow, what, the Clintons? Goddamn fucking the Clintons or whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to make a point. No, no. If you if you really look it up, if you really look it up, you see some absurd shit like that. Well, if, so I'm just making a point here to where it's that, possible that they're related. Yes. I'm just saying if Barack Obama is related to the Clintons, it's some weird shit, bro. To where you're like, how the fuck is that guy related to that guy? How's how is that possible? All I'm saying is if Barack Obama is. Uh, is, Don't quote me, but I'm just saying, look it up. The, if he's the presidents are related the Clintons, in ways. There was definitely a milkman involved. Check. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, Louis. I didn't make that. So, uh, Benavar Bush, uh, he was one of the appointed original Majestic 12. So, he is appointed to the Majestic 12 the person who's involved in all his alien stuff, right? There's a documentation of who the Majestic... That feels like something that should not be documented. Well, there's... There's... We'll find it. We'll, I'll show you. Yeah. Um. So he was one, one of... They had, they had a couple other names, but he was the only one I bothered writing down because it's relevant to my... Where I'm going with this. I'm with you. So... He was George Bush's. I mean, not George. Fuck. <laughs> John George. I got you. Yes. You. I knew it was going to end up doing this. John George Trump's uh, boss and 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 mentor on top of that. So, if you go back to when we didn't we didn't talk about this, there was a in New York, but not New York City proper. JP Morgan had financed Tesla yes. to build a radio transmission tower. Like they were going to build a communications. Yeah. Intercontinental radio transmission. Right. And that was, uh, what was the name of that place? Wardenclyffe, the Wardenclyffe tower. Yes. And it's still, that location still exists. God, so that stuff is missing. I want to go there so bad. But, God, I skipped that in the biography. Oh, 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 oh. So um, while, while they were there, the Wardenclyffe tower, um, Tesla, he was supposed to be working on this communications system. They fuck. He let it slip that he was working on on the free energy, like the the free energy stuff. And J.P. Morgan's like, 
you you you're not doing what I paid you to do, what I'm financing. Yes. So I'm gonna shut you down. He was confronted. He was confronted by JP Morgan. JP Morgan straight up said, Hey, uh, so all of this money is where about that uh intercontinental uh you remember that little I don't remember what it was yeah, called. That's all where is all of that money going towards? I know it's been like four months, five months. Like mm-hmm. where where are we at on that? I know you already had the technology and you just needed like to build it to build it but where is all of my money going oh well uh you know we're kind of doing so you haven't done it well what are you actually doing well i'm working on free energy to everybody that wasn't profitable uh because and what that, that was a no like listen if i'm making millions of dollars i'm even going fuck you fuck you and your free energy no yeah, because we ain't gonna be able to. I right. can't. So yeah, he was working on that there. If you look, so they found uh, going now even back again to the New Yorker. But by the way, really quick, uh, I'm going to not subtle subtle brag. Uh, I'm going to be going to Colorado later on this year. Yeah, and I'm going to Colorado Springs. We have a hotel that's going to be set up there. I'm going to visit the Warcliff. That no, that's not in no, the the um the the, the tower one. the yeah. tower yeah yeah I'm visiting the tower there okay just yeah. uh take take pictures. so going back to me the New Yorker if you look there's a theory out there that the New Yorker was built to mimic the Wardenclyffe Tower and that <laughs> all those years okay. that Tesla was in his. Hotel supposedly being crazy. The lightning strike would hit the top of the tower and all so that shit. All, all these things. Frequently. All, so that, but, is that where you're getting at, Louis? Well, no, no. Let, let okay. me go. Um, that he wasn't just like wasting time and and like being a, an old man. Like he was actually working. still working. <laughs> so here's some of the comparisons from the plans of the Warden Cliff Tower and the New Yorker, the original blueprints. So. The idea, so wasting time and Nikola Tesla have never actually been used in conjunction. Right. People don't say that about Tesla. Right. But they, they, the, the theory is that he was still continuing all his experiments where when he was in the New Yorker those last couple of years, the, the theory, it was the prevalent notion was that he was just there being an old man work tinkering on his little stuff not doing major things there's but, no way yet he stated he was working on a death ray in the last 15 right. years well so on the new <laughs> his warden cliff tower 600 feet tall right the new yorker hotel 600 feet tall below the warden cliff tower a maze of tunnels that allowed transmission of energy below the new yorker a maze of tunnels that could allow for transmission of energy. The inside of the Wardenclyffe Tower, going from that top ball, his transmission ball at the top, there's a straight pipe going straight down um, into the earth. I think it was like 100 feet into the earth, right? Inside of the New Yorker Hotel, there is a very large diameter uh, old pipe goes from the very top of the building and possibly all the way down into to the bedrock. Uh, the plans that were published in an article for the New Yorker to f- extend it added two very large radio towers. I want to say like some 50 to 100 feet to 
the top of the New Yorker. Inside the generators that powered the New Yorker hotel at the time were three times larger than they needed to be to power the hotel. They could provide three times the amount of power. So, and then inside of the New Yorker, there was a space closer to the top that was for uh, designated for transmitter, a transmitter room. But the size of that room was huge. Even back then, transmitters weren't big, so big that they needed a room that size. And it's theorized that that was his his uh, lab space inside of there. Bro, have you seen? Sorry, don't mean to go. Oh God, I'm not done. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, geez, Rick. Ah, oh, geez. Oh, geez. I'm not home. <laughs> this is way too early in the day for me to be go. getting on, this kind of. All right. Okay. So, all right. Fuck yes. So, and so we talked about Tesla as pigeons earlier, right? Don't do this to me. Here we go. Tesla. So it's also theorized that he was using pigeons to secretly communicate with someone because he knew, remember I said he was paranoid and everyone knew that he was starting to act paranoid and having his shit stolen, that he was using pigeons to secretly send messages back and forth. It was known that he kept pigeons on the roof. There was an article in, in the paper, February 6, 1935, there was a story where uh, a wayward pigeon flew into somebody's window. On that pigeon's leg was an alphanumeric message like wrapped around the pigeon's leg the hotel manager was going to take care of the pigeon and try and decode it tesla came to him and said hey don't worry about it i love pigeons i got this i'll take care of it i want this i want to take care of this pigeon myself <laughs> holy fuck dude every day tesla was known <laughs> to go hang out in the park and and feed pigeons so who's he communicating with though well that's 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 what i'm saying it's just a theory they don't, they don't know it could have it could have been my my theory and it could just be a crazy fuck and it's just could just, just tying shit to pigeon's legs but and, and thinking he's communicating now we're gonna connect he's it. actually fucking communicating no that was a common that was a common thing no i get it right, I right. Get it. so we're gonna connect this to say he knows he's being watched by the fb by the fbi and the oss but because it is a hotel anybody else can jack into their their comm system their phone lines right they can go into that so comp you're saying center. it's public uh well anyone i mean if someone can gain access to it say it's a foreign it. agents yeah. russians yeah russians. Get in there. it's a board okay. it literally only is just so what do you yeah so we're connected instead of of that he's using this to communicate what if he's communicating with uh with trump the guy who came in and was like yeah he doesn't have anything good mostly because we already took it and he's been talking to us forever um, who, I mean, who, honestly, who is going to finance if this is his real workspace, like all these things that are, that are, that are mimicking his tower, if this is his workspace, who financed building all these things, who financed creating all of this for him. So possibly he was still working with the government and we're working with Benavar Bush Louis. And, and the Majestic 12. Because it was said. So where are you getting out with Majestic Twelve? So so you're saying he's channeling <laughs> shit. Remember, how he, I think he was no, because no. Was. So so with if if it has been said that Tesla was able to tap into the Akashic Record, and for those of you who At don't least, know what the Akashic yeah, Record is, the Akashic Record is it's 
kind of like universal consciousness. It is all things that have existed, past, present, future, all in one general consciousness. Because if the, one one of the theories of time is that the way we know time is just so that we can process it, but all things actually exist at the same time. Right. 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 There's multiple. Yeah. There's multiple timelines. It's just at certain intersections. That's what we're able to, we're able to understand we're perceiving. Yeah. Right. The Akashic record, you can access it all. If you're able to tap into the Akashic record. And it's said that he was able to do that. If you go and and you go to tie in to how he had these anti-gravitic craft that were able to do these alien things. Um, all, All the stuff that you said earlier, if you tie that to the majestic 12 and Vinavar Bush, and if he's communicating with these guys because he's able to see and understand things that other people can't. Like it wasn't that he was this crazy old man. It's that he so you're saying it. he's a, so basically an engineer for extraterrestrial knowledge, yes. an engineer for ET channeled knowledge. Yes. Dude, he would see shit in dreams. He would see shit in visions. I mean, he was walking in Central Park with his friend and all of a sudden had a vision of a motor that no one had any idea how to build. That's completely uncontrolled, though. That what we're talking exactly. about. Exactly. No, exactly. You're making a point. It's uncontrolled. What we're talking about now is he was able to, in his later years, go. I have an idea and I know the question specifically that I want to ask, but I don't know how the answer pertains to what I need to be doing right now. One and of then- the things about the Akashic record and I've never accessed it, man, would I love to. If you if you have if you're able to open yourself up, like it said that it you know how sometimes you'll see the same invention come from two or three different people at the same time. Yes. Like different parts of the world, they develop it independently, but it's the same exact fucking thing. Um it's it's one of those things where it it is in the ether where if you're not thinking about it it's there but it hasn't materialized the moment you put your efforts and energies specifically towards a certain thing it materializes and it becomes that's and that's you have it so that point so that's something like uh like pyramids so so pyramids were generally within within a hundred uh, i'm sorry within like like 300 400 years time all basically conceptualized right why is it always why was it a pyramid and why was it among these groups among a long distance of time and space well so again probably part of the akashic record but even tesla had a theory about the pyramids where he didn't believe that they were that they were tombs he didn't he's, he said that that's fucking nonsense that They're they power sources that's just, not just power source but power transmitters that's just what we see we see the pyramid and we go oh they buried their important people not necessarily just their pharaohs pharaohs important people tesla believed that that's one of how he got his idea for his tesla quote was those those pyramids like that that same he he felt like they were transmitters of energy 
Do you think what the, you believe they were. So the pyramids and the Akashic Record, do you think, are intertwined then? So have you heard of the story when Tesla was confronted by someone? So this was... All right. So this was a story I where... I don't know where you're going. So this was a... I'm going along right with all of this. Okay, this is original this is, this DMAT. Is, this, is where I, this is what I found under, like, you know, uh, time travel um, things and in that aspect. So when Tesla was out and about at a coffee shop, a waiter came up to him and was giving aid to him, whatever, doing his job. and Servicing him. Yeah, servicing him. And uh, Tesla looked distraught. He looked nervous. He looked a wreck, basically. And he divulged to the waiter that he had sent so many electrical volts through his body that he tapped into the past, the present, and the future. And that it scared the fuck out of him. Okay? And that this story's gone gone on for, for years, years and years, till today, whatever. But so, maybe he uh, so, so I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a relation to where maybe this is where he tapped in. So you manipulate space and time through electromagnetic fields, according to Tesla. Mm-hmm. Okay. What did he special in? Electricity. What is electromagnetic fields? It's fucking electric based. Okay. So if you got the smartest guy in the world, and he's the smartest guy in the world towards electricity. And he's already putting a movement towards figuring out space and time through magnetic fields. What is it to say that he didn't tap into the fucking Akashic, Akashic record. record? You know what? And he, what if? He, what if he, he, he really did? So look, not So what if he literally saw everything to where he can hold that frequency in his mind and understand it? But he saw so much years and years and years. I'm talking about. Literally everything, bro. You know how scary that is. To have a tying this in, memory too. Tying this in with where he stayed, where he was kept working by himself in captivity. Basically, no one knew what the fuck he was doing. We say he's sending messages, possibly through uh, 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 pigeons or whatever. Okay. First of all, how the fuck did he know that that pigeon hit that guy's window? And this guy was finding this stuff, and he came up to his door and was like, "Hey, hey, I like pigeons. Hey, thanks for this, man." Right. That's a you good, know what I'm saying. So we're question. tying all this in together. We see that he, that there is a story. So this time travel story, okay, the whole time travel conspiracy behind Tesla comes from this story about him and the waiter. Okay, that the waiter knew who Nikola Tesla was. He knew who this was. Shit, I'm gonna know who. Damn. So you know. Tom Cruise is if he walks into my store. This person is yeah. in my day. And at that time, he's in New York. You're a New Yorker. You know who the famous people in New York are. You know what I'm saying? The fact that it is documented from witness that he has tapped into past, present, and time ties me in with this this Akashic record. Akashic record. The Oshkosh. That, that, that how is he bearing all this knowledge that was so advanced and it honestly leads towards like Nazi technology, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> I know, no, I know. We're gonna do an episode on the should, at some point. Yeah, at some, at some point. Dmac. No, no, because this this knowledge that was tapped into has spread. It's spread throughout. It's that same time frame. So, yeah. bro, Dmac. Exactly. Literally every t- if you dig far enough, I swear to God, with every single. <laughs> 
<laughs> every single conspiracy Nazis. it's always Nazis and the reptilians every time I swear so, to God it's every time it's always Nazis oh, Dima and I had like an hour and a half long conversation <laughs> last night dude about the we were Nazis were not involved with Tesla huh the Nazis were no, not that, involved that's, in Nikola Tesla. Of course not. They weren't during in the the exact same time frames. Don't okay? you, don't I, you. I, you can't you yes, can't Lord. can't say that exactly. You know the Nazis were tied in exactly to who this guy was. You know, but that's not saying that they didn't bear the knowledge that he has also put on the pedestal for all of us. If you're trying to take over the world, what are you going to do? Are you going to take? The United States. I'm gonna bet uh, uh, on this. Only, only. Come on. Not necessarily. Are you gonna take this this super fucking anti gravity type shit that this guy's creating? Are you gonna take that and so, you work on that? Remember, trying to remember, take over the world. Remember what I said earlier? How things just pop up different parts of the world at the same at the same time. I got a piss. Where people are able to tap into the akashic record. I think I'm only. I'm defending that Nikola Tesla figured it out on our side of the earth. There's nothing saying that someone didn't come up with the same bullet right out of the Akashic record. That same idea. It popped into their head the same way in Germany or another country. So you're saying that there was an intersection at that point where, so at the exact time, maybe with all the electrical experiments that he was doing, it ripped a hole or, Popped a hole, or it just said, "Bloop!" Now it's time. So I wonder if there's a time period, or if there's an intersection between past, present, and future. Past, present, past, present, and future, uh, where some big event causes an intersection in the Akashic record, because the Akashic record is not really a physical thing, right? It's not. It's a right. very. It's a very it's, abstract. It's yeah. Um so I wonder if God damn it. wait, what was that word you said? Ethereal? Ethereal. Ethereal. All right, I'm gonna come back on that word. Oh god. Okay. I'll come back. So I'm wondering if there's a uh a point of intersection between the past, present, and future and then major events cause the Akashic record to compress and intersect all of those points. So there's, uh, let's say, we'll give a random ass, uh, random ass date. We'll say January 1st, uh, 1800. And then January 1st, 1801, there's some random crazy ass event that alters space time and then ends up bringing that Akashic record to a point and certain people are able to access that. It's just a, a lining of the moon and stars or however you want to say it. These people are able to access the Akashic record because the moon and the stars are all all aligned and they happen to be that person. They happen to be that person in that place Put your damn headphones on. So these people are, what I was saying is that. No, I heard you. I could hear you. Okay, perfect. So I wonder if Nikola Tesla was just one of those people. Whose brain was wired the way to receive. He was just able to tap into this 
and maybe there are multiple other people's 20, 30, 40 people, 100, 10,000 people that are able to. But he was one of those people that was able to actually use that and understand. Oh, I absolutely believe that. I think there's plenty of us that maybe have have hit it, but don't know what you're looking at. Exactly. Exactly. Like something is there, but you have no idea what you're looking at. Even if you do don't know what to do with it. So I've had so I've had multiple ideas that I was like, dude, if we could do this and this and this, but it randomly happened. So does that mean that I may have tapped into the Akashic record? I could have. But I'm so fucking stupid that I don't know what I tapped into, let alone what I could do with it. Like there's no, there's no possible way. There's so, I guarantee you, we tap into this nonsense all the damn time. <laughs> oh God, you're writing a soundbite about me being stupid. No. How is, uh, why is that? Is that referring to me being stupid earlier? You motherfucker. No. <laughs> D-Mat. Okay. D-Mat, you're dumb our... with parts of intelligence. He, so. Uh, but we catch your parts of intelligence. This is like a siphon. Check. We are, what, what, what? We're already at two hours. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we were going on. We're, so we're, are we connecting aliens with Tesla? With, absolutely. Absolutely, right? He is an alien. And, uh, no, he's not an... He's not a, <laughs> so, no, in he, the FBI records... He's not an alien, in bro. In the FBI records, there was a letter that was written to the director of the FBI that um, was from a couple who... Uh, were authors and they wrote books um, and that where they had documented that Tesla is supposedly a Venusian, which is a um, person of Venus. It goes into that stuff. You can speculate however you want, but uh, that's in the released FBI documents. I mean, you can take it as it is. You can think it's bullshit you can do whatever but it's in official uh, classified release documents that for the talked, record and it also talked about sky people and it talked about um numerous amounts of sightings that were going to be seen on these dates and on these times and they did get seen on these dates and on these times and that they were not warnings but they were kind of like hey keep an eye out like sky people are coming at this time it, so for the record you gotta I, look it up yourself because so for the record i think this is I, I i think it's bullshit i think this is drawing from the same nonsense age that people believed in the age of pisces and the age of aquarius and and dealing with nonsense about astrology this is it, god it's horseshit i think tesla was uh, uh, channeling information through something other than himself. I think he was definitely getting some sort of help from something. I think he was from some, someone. Maybe he was, you know, maybe he didn't tap into the Akashic record. Maybe, maybe through his knowledge and in his inventions, he created the ability for a short duration of time to tap into something that is stronger than fucking psychedelics to the human body. If you were to take LSD right now, 
If you were to take LSD, yes. DMT, whatever the fuck kind of ayahuasca, okay? All right, maybe you accidentally had it as starter fire in the desert and you fucking just kind of, whoa, what the fuck was that? You just threw some peyote okay? on it. Yeah, you're starter. just enjoying your freaking <laughs> dinner and then all of a sudden you're like, fuck, I went for a damn four minute trip. Here's the thing. This, I feel like, was was something that he tapped into that was pure reality. Something that we can't explain. As opposed to right now we're at fake reality. I'm going to take his credit for it because he was someone that was super manipulative and into the changing of space and time. Like, he was... His inventions were pushing towards, more than anything, space and time through the manipulation of electromagnetics. I mean... Right. So here's what, here's what I think based on what we've discussed already towards that point of him being able to tap into it. You, you already said that there's a story where he essentially fried himself and he was able to see... Past, present, future, which is same time. All at the same time, yes. Our brain is electrical signals. Our heart is a center. Right. Our whole of, body. Our whole body is operates off electrical. But yes. our brain specifically, <laughs> if all our memories are just electrical signals traveling between different neurons, if you fried your shit to rewire your brain, like. I mean that's uh, that's right. how that's how they they create memories. Um, what was it that that CIA? Um, MK Ultra. MK Ultra. Yes. What are y'all fucking talking? They about? use. You don't know use, anything about MK Ultra? No, I don't. Fuck. Okay. Get educated, motherfucker. We'll, we'll get to that some other day. <laughs> yeah. Um, with MK Ultra, <laughs> they use chemicals. Took place in the sixties. Twenty years of electricity to brainwash people and create and implant memories. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Yes. Basically, the Born Identity movies. So. Possibly, he rewired his own brain accidentally through all these electrical experiments that he did. And it's known and, that he would do his tests on himself. Right. And in those experiments, he he unlocked, he, he picked the lock for whatever it was that denies normal people from accessing the... The, yeah, this is where the I extra the knowledge that yeah. exists, but we can't reach. You can accidentally and wired I, it. Yeah, and this is where I fuck. This is where I think he, this is where the whole time travel uh, theory comes from. Right. If you can, under- because if, if, if you can understand all every, things at one all time, things at one time, it's essentially time travel. Exactly. You, your body didn't leave. If your brain sees it, you've time traveled. Yeah. Exactly. The brain is also a storage file, so you're storing as much as you as. It could be unlimited amounts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hold on. Let's take a second. And it will change your life. Let's take a second because I literally have never heard that theory of time travel ever. Your body stays the same. But your mind and your consciousness reaches a level to where it is experiencing past, present, and time. Time travel doesn't necessarily exist. I mean, you are going back. Yeah. Correct. That is fucking me up right now 100 i don't know if i heard that somewhere or if i just made it up myself but that's what i'm going it's with. almost transcending your consciousness to time travel god damn it's you not necessarily fuck. time travel i'm gonna be thinking about this for fucking maybe it's just understanding of it instead of actually time travel you're understanding all of it you're understanding the past 
you're understanding the the present you're understand you understand the future you didn't go anywhere necessarily but your consciousness has reached a quadrant of energy to where it's it's it, it it's what it's here for our brains emit energy it emits frequency you know our hearts oh, emit man. all of this stuff everything is held together by energy you know what if everything is energy what if this guy literally reached the fucking there's no way of, like everything literally is energy. it is energy right <laughs> it is but what if tesla had reached the point of of uh, 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 of reaching not full potential but maybe let's just say well that's high that's, potential yeah of, that's that's what i'm going with is that i don't think maybe he was going that direction but i think he did it accidentally in one of his experiments and 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 from then on he was like all right well i gotta right. do something with this because that's how my brain works so right well he was always providing for mankind as well you know i'm not ready i'm not ready for this i'm okay. not good for this in that case let's end it here and move on yeah oh my so, god hey, l- <laughs> i think i just accidentally blow your experience fucking time okay. travel so i I guess feeding off of this, we can talk about the the Trump theory. We'll just talk about the Trump theory, brother. We're at no, we're at oh, two we're hours. Done. No, we're done. Baron Trump is a whole nother day. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we are we gonna? Do you got any space news? No. Oh, space news. Space uh, that there through the COVID uh, bill, there is a 180 day release to uh, UFO and other classified information uh, amongst. The alien topic. I'm really excited about that. It do was, you know uh, he's talking post, about the, yeah, the New York Times? So I've heard about it, but I'm 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 It's worried. really the first time ever in thousands of years that in general. I think it's gonna be a major it, disappointment. I think it's gonna be a nothing sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I hope it has many videos and I, think, I hope it has something to where I can access myself, download as a PDF and read my fucking be- So because of just going on government track record, uh, they're, they've got the mandate to release it. I think they're going to release fuck all that's useful and keep the good stuff regardless. I think yeah. definitely in the next couple of years, there's going to be a lot of uh, influential and life-changing, uh, society-changing experiences. I think there's going to be a lot of things that are going to change based off of whatever. Aliens, UFOs. I think that's going to happen. I don't other know that stuff. it's going to have anything to do with aliens. I honestly it don't may. believe. You never know. You never I honestly, know. I honestly don't believe that there's going to be anything useful released in the next decade. I think it's going to be... What would be the point it doesn't and why it would why would it, to why would it why would something like that not be covered nationally because nobody or officially because, because nobody, nobody cares. cares who the i think people why? care i think <laughs> why i think it care well no i can't say people care because if people cared they would cover it it just doesn't affect us directly i kind of i kind it of doesn't agree in the discussion that it doesn't cause drama, and we all know the news only covers things that creates outrage or is pertinent to agenda. Yeah, it has to I mean, be. That's fact. No, it's that's a, fucking it's not, fact. No, it's not even that. It just has to be interesting. Does it pique no. your interest? No, it, no, it doesn't. Not for the news no. to cover it. For the news to cover it, it has that's to. not why they get views. They get it's views no matter what. No, that's what I'm saying. Is it has to. In some way, it has to pique your interest. If it doesn't at least kind of interest you, 
then you're not going to watch it. And if you're not going to watch it, then you're not getting ratings. If they're not getting ratings, then they're not getting money. If they're not getting money, why the fuck are we doing this? I think there's facades. And I think there's things that distract you from pertinent things. All right. Well, I'll drink to finding things out in a hundred and what are we at? 160 days? Probably 160 days. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Dink, dink, dink. Okay. No longer. Well, not this week. We're not whiskey of the week. We're rum of the week. Damn, that's just good. Tell me, listen. Drink your rum and be happy about it. Exactly. No, this is wonderful. Hey, so how is rum uh, produced? It's from sugarcane. Typically, it's from sugarcane. How does it get the darkness? Oh, that's all. It's all. If you see barrel. anything, all barrel. Right? Yeah, if you see yeah. anything, I was with say, it brown, looks like it's got that smoky type. Today we are drinking El Dorado, twelve-year-old rum. This stuff is made and bottled in Guy- what is this? Guyana. What's this one? Yeah. What's uh, this? That's Zacapa. I'll get to that later. Uh, this, this, this twelve-year-old El Dorado. So what I love, I've come to enjoy and really appreciate. Guyana is known for their sugar. There, the sugar there. I don't know what it is. It's different. Like, their ice cream there is the best fucking ice cream I've ever had in my life. Their just straight vanilla tastes like cotton candy to me. Really? It's that... It's a difference... No, it's a difference in pH balance as well as the actual, like, chemical composition. So sugar is not just sugar. Sugar has a chemical composition and... Every latitude and longitude, like every little cross section of latitude and longitude, has a different type of chemical composition of sugar. That's why everything tastes. I hope all different. fucking listeners understood that. Yeah, so because they, that's they, they, the sugar there is from the Demerara. It's Demerara sugar. You can find the sugar. It is is so good. It's different. It is delicious. I highly recommend anyone to try it. Anyone that likes anything sweet. You got me well, hooked on rum. Today. I've tried. I've I'll tried bring you a Demerara next next time. They have right. they have five year, they have an eight year. Yeah. So their five year is just a good like mixer. Like you can drink it straight. It doesn't taste bad. Um, but it's it's a good mixer. Their eight year is almost like a spiced. Like if you drink it, it's almost a little mm-hmm. bit like a spiced rum. I really like their twelve year, and. I can't now. I can't remember if it's their 15 year or this 12 year, but I, I tasted a little bit in this one. I remember tasting it more in one of them. It has almost a little bit of a, like vanilla aftertaste when no, you finish that, it. It's 100%. Okay, that's what I was. I'm not tasting it as much on this one. I didn't know if it was just me. 100%. I'm getting so I get a lot of vanilla and I get a lot of oak or like a uh, like an oak or like a maple kind of sweetness like yeah so that's that's why i really like this one is that you know, vanilla after it's super so you know the coating you know the coating you get after you eat uh like some maple syrup covered pancakes and it's kind of on the top of your yeah kind of the top that's what i get right now it's okay. so fucking good so that's that's why i like drinking this one because it's it's smooth it's easy to drink and that's that that just a little bit of sweet it's not like super sweet but it's just that it's got a little bit after. it's got really really good complexity like there's it makes you think about what am i tasting like i kind of get a little bit of like that banana kind of uh like if you had banana in a drink i get that kind of taste and you know it's funny you say that when we were there all of the desserts that we would eat um they had us in a in a hotel for part of our stay there 
every dessert tasted like they put, uh, you know, like the banana something, extract. Something. It tasted like you, you yeah. had banana extract. There's something. Like, why does everything taste like really? Huh. Shit. Can you take a little bit of banana? Think like. Oh, I'm out. I'm out of drink. Hold on. Think Let's about. Go. All right. So what I want you to think about. Year. What I want to think. Uh, uh, what I want you to think fuck. about is just think about banana bread with a little bit of cinnamon. Think about it. Just think about it while you're drinking that. What do you yeah. taste? What are you tasting? As if I, if I can describe it, it'd be pancake with uh, like a spice, dude. I don't know. It's weird. Like a cinnamon because of the spice. Mm-hmm. That's how I can relate to cinnamon. But uh, Have you ever had bread pudding? It, it, it has a sweet spice with a, within a sweet after effect. That. When it fully, when you fully, uh, you know, take it in, it, it ends up being a nice little sweet little. Oh yeah, crisp this at is the end. this is this is not a harsh drink no. at all. No. I would. No, it's very dangerous. It's it's no. not not expensive either. I want to say that bottle was like, thirty bucks or something. Yeah, it's like thirty two dollars yeah. or something. Oh really? Nice. Yeah. No, rum, no, I enjoy rum, it a lot. It's really good. So what's really funny is that a lot of drinks that are really 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 expensive. It's because people have told you they're expensive. So they get that high kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah we're really, really high class. Bro. Yeah, but you don't taste very good. So no yeah, thanks. but you can. So <laughs> if it's not your taste, then it's not worth your money. Exactly. If this is what you like and it's $30, this is the perfect drink for you. Whether it's rum, whether it's tequila, whether it's vodka. If you like vodka, go for vodka. If you like whiskey, go for whiskey. If you like a mezcal, which is like a smoky kind of tequila, go for mezcal. That's what your shit is. There is no wrong drink as long as you like it. Word. Word. Facts. Let's go. Hey, let's talk about uh, let's get into bananas. How how many bananas are we? Uh, right. for the oh. for the listeners real oh. quick uh, bananas. How, how we how we rate the bananas all right so bananas for tesla i'm gonna go one being believable five being unbelievable right. so what are what are we rating the more the more bananas the more bullshit yeah but what are we like what is- so so the rating i think should go as i'm gonna go on three different sections so all right let's hear it i'm gonna rate that on the Akashic Record side Should of be Tesla, one, right? I'm going to give him a two. Should be a one. So you're doing these individually. You're doing okay. these yes. individually. I like how we're talking about bananas because we were talking about bananas in the in in the alcoholic. Uh, so, so on the Akashic Record, I'm going to give him a two. Now on his intelligence, I have to give him a one because I know that realistically... I'm I'm incapable of understanding how, like, if I had to give him... Let's take Einstein's word for it and say that uh, he was probably the smartest man in the world. Absolutely. No, no doubt. <laughs> but I'm not able to understand how smart the smartest man in the world is. Like, I don't have a measurement. Like, there's no measurement. One to ten doesn't... One thing you can do is comprehend Yeah, I, you can. I can comprehend what they said, but not what he actually was. You can understand that you don't understand. Yeah, which is a feat in and of itself. However, on some of his experiments, I think that he was far and beyond ahead of his time, and I don't think that he fully understood what he was getting into, which is both 
irresponsible and dangerous. So on his uh, earthquake machine, on his uh, oscillator, oscillator, I'm honestly going to give that like a four. I don't, I don't fully 100% believe that he was able to uh, shake a city block. Uh, I think that was some nonsense that was propagated throughout word of mouth. Like most advertising was, I think it was dude. He was making such a sound that it was shaking the building. That's not uncommon. If you make anything that's higher decibel, it's going to shake a building. I think that kind of got out. Yeah, dude, I could feel it three, three things over. Yeah, I could feel it whatever over. I'm going to give some of his experiments, not all of them. I'm going to give some of them like four bananas. I, I think that... Okay. I don't so. want to say he's completely overrated, but I think that he is both overrated and underrated as a scientist. So a happy medium. Yeah, he's uh, everything. Some of his uh, yeah, he some of his experiments are four, others are one. All right, so Sean his intelligence level, you said how many bananas? Two. Like, two. two two bananas. So two. you think he's it's it's pretty close Extra- to Pretty close to okay. extreme intelligence. His Akashic record accessibility. Three. Mid, mid road, middle of the road. Okay. And his ex, experiments. <laughs> I spelled that wrong. Experiments. <laughs> I'd also give him a three. And I say three because I think that I'm putting me at five bananas. I put Tesla at three, which is not saying. So you saying. You're at five bananas because your ability to understand not one, well, I just understand to be able to accomplish what someone said he Tesla was able to accomplish is totally unbelievable. Yes. Okay. Where yeah. Tesla, I can't middle of the road. You think he was able to accomplish some of it, but not necessarily. He wasn't able to was said that he accomplished. So one, we would be practicing what Tesla was thinking during his Akashic record experience unless it was i believe that yeah i believe that to a certain extent one would be that two one would be we are able to experience one is 100 we would be experiencing what he was able to think during his time where he was in a higher level of thought two would be we're able to do it despite trying the government trying to uh disrupt that Three is we're doing it in spite of the government trying to suppress that, which I believe that we more than likely are getting some of it. Okay, you don't have to go any further. Yeah, that's 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 where we're at. I I think that we're able to get there, but we're not able to efficiently do it consistently. Okay. All right. So me, for his intelligence level, was he as smart as... He claimed to be, and others said he was. I def- I'm going to say one. I think he was. Oof. I'm going hard with that one. I think. <sighs> I think. Okay. I think okay. because of his secretive nature. I think what we know about him and what was actually put out about him is way less than I. I, I believe he. He might, like Stephen said, he might have been a little autistic or a little bit, I think he was wired, definitely wired different than we were. 
So he, I think he was definitely that smart and just didn't, he didn't have, he either hadn't created yet or the technology didn't just didn't exist yet for him to be able to really utilize all of the, right. the what, and he, a, what he had. To a get. big part of science is having technological advancement to where you can now experiment more right. on like the a, science that you're trying. Even to a lot of his known ideas, it wasn't for like years after he was dead that finally the technology existed that we were able to, we're impl we started implementing his ideas that like that made sense, like the remote controls and stuff. Like he did a little experiment. He was able to control a little boat in the middle exactly. of some water. Exactly. He's the one that established radio transmission to where right. you can control things through radio frequency. My thought is that three for me is I don't know what I don't know. Okay. So two is I know what I don't know. And one would be I know what I don't know. And I can also know what I, what know. I don't know. Okay. So. I just fucked me out there. <laughs> I'm still going with one. I think as far as his intelligence <laughs> level, I think it was a one. Um, accessing the Akashic record. I'm going to say two. I think he definitely did. I don't think he knew how. I think it was a complete accident. He did something. Either he had the ability before and just the way his brain worked that he saw something and was able to recognize what it could mean like he could access it but not consistently right it wasn't it wasn't an intentional he knew what he was doing just he didn't know what no. it was called i don't think he even knew what he was doing i think it would just happen and i think it probably happens to a lot of us where it just happens we have an idea we have no idea what that i what that thought means or what it could mean he experienced where it and he, could recognize it right and he also was known to have a, I'm going to fuck this up, didactic memory. Is that right? Identic. Well, photogra photographic, correct? Yeah. It's different. It's it's photographic and identic. And dis yeah, photographic and identic. Because I know that are... his dad had supposedly Photograph photographic so, memory in which whatever. he inherited. Where, so on, so on. Not just photographic, but anything that he experienced, he could then recall. Right. Like, And he was known to have that kind of memory. So if. Even if he experienced something at one point in his life, later on, something might trigger, be like, oh, I can use this that I thought about whatever, however long ago. Yep. So I'm going to go with two because I think he accessed it, not intentionally, didn't know how, but was able to recognize and use it. He was cognizant of what he was doing, just not how he did it or what he was going to experience from it. Right. Ex his experiments. Um things that he invented. I think that anything that he had a patent on, he was solid on. Like if, if he had a patent on it, that it was solid. As if, you were to say, it is done. Right. It's done. Right. Right. If, Established. If it was just something that he talked about, didn't have a patent on, I think he, In the had, works. he had the idea and he knew which direction he wanted to go, but he hadn't quite figured it out kind of deal. Like if a, you'd have given him enough time, he would have done it. That was a financing problem, not necessarily an intelligence problem. Could be. Right. Exactly. So I'm going to go, like, were all the things that were attributed to Tesla correct? I think if there was paperwork on it, yes. Like, if they made it to the patent office, yes. If not, so I'm going to go with, like, a three on that one. Patent, sorry, bitch. Yeah. 
Stefan. Hey, hold that up for me real quick. Let me see what's on intelligence. there. Intelligence. We so, got smartness. All right, intelligence. Uh, as smart as as people give him credit for. I I'm gonna I'm gonna put that as a I'm gonna be a one for that. The fact that he was certainly ahead of his time. That he was um, way further advanced in the in the in the startup of things in his time. You know, he was he was from the get go. He was uh, more advanced than Edison. And Edison in our timeline today was a huge factor of uh, specifically electricity today. You know, how can you move it, distribute it, portray it, and make it work? What can we do with it? What can we do with it? Yeah. How can we manipulate it? And I think he was so advanced for his time, and it could be through many speculations, but the you can't deny that he wasn't you know there's there's credibility given to him from other people that where we take still take quotes from this day you know the fact that edison and um einstein twain you have all of these guys that were super influential people in that era um, giving him the credit, even Marconi, that wasn't even, yeah. And, and he wasn't, you know, what's the word for it? He wasn't made, he wasn't a huge celebrity about the things that he did. A lot of it was, uh, you know, discredited through his time and that doesn't affect how advanced he was. You know, he was super, super advanced for his uh, being, and he was he was he was more advanced than where people were uh, at that time. You know, still figuring, trying to figure out DC and do things with DC. Yet he was inventing AC, and right. and, he, he and, and and he had moved on, and he had worked towards free energy. You know, okay. so. You gave him a one up for that. One what's, on his what's the uh the next one is Akashic. Akashic record. Uh I I think I'm gonna give a two for that. I'm I'm in on it. The fact of of the documentation that was made um by witnesses, the fact that he started in that era getting into the theory of gravity, the theories of manipulating space and and, and not only matter, but space and time that he was that he was really trying to get involved in how electromagnetic fields can affect time itself yet we do live in that realm with those three factors space time and matter that he was the most uh intuitive person that was working into that section so i'm going to give that a two uh you know did he did did he figure it out through experiments did you know there's no say for what experiences he had through his experiments. You know, uh, I think it's definitely possible through the just along quotes and and uh, knowledge he gained from, uh, you know, space and time. And also, what's the other one? Uh, the experiments. The experiments. Um, like where everything that's attributed to him is all of that legit. Uh, you can see that even just he's the one that started General Electric, man. I mean, he's no, the one. No, he wasn't. 
What do you What do you mean? That was Edison and and Houston and yeah. But then again, you have to look at they took all of his patents. He, he was a major the, contributor. He is he is the <laughs> one. Yeah, he is the saying. one that started General Electric. Not just that, but like he's the influence. Westinghouse, right? But then still in, But then Westinghouse bought him out, so, so that that's he what could I mean. try and give him, you know, hey, let's get into production here. Let's start creating shit. And then he was a major. When you look, when you look at it, when you. You can take over anyone's patents you want, but it's those it's that person that created it. You can say you created it because you have the patent, but it's not you that specifically created it. And Tesla had I believe uh has established a lot of what we have today. Uh he's responsible for X-rays, he's responsible for night vision, he's responsible for all of this stuff. Uh, uh, hydroelectric power, hydroelectric power, radios, steam controls. power, video, remote, control, radio frequency, the X-rays, yes, X-rays. Yeah. So too. X-rays were something that he did and didn't understand because that wasn't of interest, right? To him. Right, but you can at least start the science behind it, yeah. and, and and I think that leaves you at the origins of things. And I, I'm gonna give that a two, I'm gonna give that a, a, a one. We'll give that a one. I'm kind of like a one point five for that for his experiments. I do think people have 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 taken his uh, science and have uh, you know done their own other science with it, uh, you know tying like, in X rays. I'm gonna go ahead and yeah, jump back. Go ahead. Uh, John George Trump was like one of the engineering things that he was like most known for is X rays, probably X ray technology. Yeah, which came from the fucking Tesla files. Listen, listen, we can get into this. Yeah. I, I, I truly think since this guy was the most advanced person in electricity in, in, in time, in, in ever, in time and yes. ever that he definitely, I think electricity relates to everything. There's electrons in the air as we know it today that were that are in the air. Electricity is sitting with with what we call as potential energy. It's visible energy. It's it's sitting there. It's dormant, but it has potential to be used. So I have two quotes directly from Tesla that when we're whenever we're done, I'd like to quote him afterwards. I, th- I think I will say because we're like two hours yeah, plus. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to edit this down like hardcore, but. Let's finish it with our two Tesla quotes and then we're done and be done. All right, cool. All right. So first Tesla quote, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy Energy and vibration, frequency and vibration. Yep. And the second one is the scientists of today think deeply instead of clearly. One must be sane to think clearly. One can think deeply and be quite insane fuck listen you can boom <laughs> boom i'm picking right. up my fucking brain all right folks that's, all right uh... yeah thank you for tuning in uh, again if uh uh you want to go ahead and follow us on our socials we're on facebook instagram uh we are on twitter uh uh the only thing that we are dough wise guys is on uh twitch uh if you haven't hit that follow button go ahead hit that follow button we, we thank you guys so much for uh participating in on this episode today uh, it was a lot of stuff. It goes, it goes even deeper. But we can only cover so much, and uh, we thank y'all for listening so much. And uh, you know, we appreciate. It. And this is Dmat, and uh, I'm out. And thank you guys so much. Uh, I'm Sean, and I'm gonna be fucked up for at least a week <laughs> thinking about this nonsense. Like I've learned, I've learned way more than I was intending on learning today. I appreciate y'all uh, staying with us and. 
open your mind and tap into that Akashic record. Yeah. Yeah, we should do one on that. We will. Yeah, that's a, that, that'll right. be a short one. And then, uh, yeah, I ain't got shit. Uh, fuck all of you. I'm kidding. I love you. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. Yeah, thanks, everyone. All right. Take it easy. Bye, guys.